Alright, coffee. Tablet. Sign. Just about ready to go. Everything's lined up. And in five, four, three, two, one. Good morning, everybody. Welcome. Whoops. Today is Tuesday, August 20th, 2019. My name is Jeremy, and this is my first cup of coffee. I was almost late today. Wasn't late. Almost did it, but I didn't. Um, is there anything that gets you out of bed faster than hearing your cat about to vomit? Especially if the cat is about to vomit on the bed. She really wanted me to get out of bed. I believe she vomits on command. It's disgusting. So that got me out of bed. I was wide awake. Yesterday was absolutely insane. I had meetings after meetings after meetings after meetings. I think I had like five or six meetings yesterday. It was crazy. Uh, far too many meetings for one day. Today I have. Whew. And I got very little done as, a, as a, a casualty of that. There just wasn't time. I was either in the car driving or had a meeting. But I got the bare minimum done at the end of the day. Went and worked out. It was a good day. Um, what's today? Today's Tuesday. Uh, yesterday's episode of Martial Arts Radio with Guru Joseph Moranya uh, has been well received. He's a good guy. What a nice guy. Check that out if you haven't. It's here on YouTube or at whistlekickmartialartsradio.com or in your podcast app. Uh, that first episode, that pilot episode that we did of Who'd Win, which I don't know if all of you have seen that, um, has done very, very well. So well that I think we're going to do a second episode. Uh, you can find that, of course, here on YouTube as well. And if you're if you haven't seen that, we take a fantasy matchup, and in this, this first case, we did what would happen if Bruce Lee and Muhammad Ali fought. Did some research, pulled some expert opinions. In future episodes, we might get opinions from experts, you know, people that we know that have been on the show or something. So uh, check that out. Check that out. Give us your feedback. Ooh. What do I do today? We'll get some acupuncture. Have an interview. And then uh, covering CrossFit coaching for somebody this evening. So in between, I got a couple blocks where I get to get some work done. Which isn't always easy, you know? But we'll do that. Um, what else? It's going to be another 80-something degree beautiful day here in Vermont. You know, August. As long as it's not too hot, August is pretty great. So, we, uh, we got some questions, and if you want to ask questions, you can drop them below or email them to me. I do have that emailed question handy, and I'm actually going to ask that one first. Um, nope, that's the wrong button. Learn how to press buttons, Jeremy. There we go. Okay. Here it is. Um, it's loading. There we go. This one comes in from Daniel, who often watches live. What do you think is the best, I know there's never a best, thing to add alongside martial arts training to help improve your martial arts? Should someone add running, heavy lifting with a barbell, a kettlebell routine, swimming? 
I know the answer may depend on which art you study, but for the sake of the question, let's say a striking art like karate or taekwondo. And as a quick throwaway question, what coffee are you drinking? Uh, the coffee today, uh, I, I'm, I'm out of the Four Sigmatic Mushroom Blend coffee, so this is Vermont Coffee Company's uh, medium roast, which is probably my favorite like standard coffee right now. It's really good. All right, so uh, what if someone was going to train in some other discipline to help enhance their martial arts? The, the challenge of that question is to, in, to help in what way? Uh, running versus weight training versus swimming versus other kinds of weight training are going to have different impacts. I think overall, most people are going to receive the most benefit from a structured resistance training program, weight training. Swimming is great. Running is great. All of these things are great, right? Anything you do alongside your martial arts is going to help improve your martial arts. But resistance training is going to make you stronger. The others may or may not. Kettlebells probably will, if you do them right. Uh, resistance training builds muscle, which helps protect you. Muscle is, you know, right below the skin. Skin's not really protecting you from getting hit, but uh, if you've ever punched someone particularly muscly, you know that that takes some, some of the force. So there's a good thing there. And then of course, you've got the benefits of being stronger. Stronger people are harder to kill. <laughs> uh, I mean, it, it's true, but you know, it's funny. And of course, weight training improves your metabolism which the majority of us need, okay? I am, I am noodling with something that we may develop in time. It's not even in production right now, but I'm noodling with something about what it might look like to, <laughs> yes, Wesley, I'll respond to that in a moment, um, developing a, a weight training for martial artists program. You know, something supplemental it might be probably two days a week and we'll see what happens with that. You know, I can only handle so many projects at a time and that one, don't have time yet, so. Uh, so Wesley writes in, he says, have you ever heard of Jason Falcon and the Fight Like a Physicist booked? If so, opinions. Yes, uh, in fact, his publicist reached out to us probably two years ago and said, would you like to have him on the show? And I said, yes. They sent a copy of the book. The book is there in my bookshelf. Uh, it's a good book. Um, I didn't read it as most of the books that come in. I, I skimmed through it just to kind of get a sense and reached out and never heard back. So, I don't know what that means, but uh, he's an interesting guy and, and that book was an interesting concept. The whole idea behind the book is to, to take a lot of the subjective arguments of fight, what we call fight science, out and make them actual fight science. You know, talking about physics and force generation and everything. It was, I, I found it really interesting. All right, got more questions. These questions were left on yesterday's episode. When will you do another episode of Who'd Win? I'm not sure. I'm probably going to give it another week to 
to see what other comments and feedback come in before we do round two. Uh, we may do a poll to see who people want to see matched up. And, you know, there are a handful of people on the back end that I've been getting feedback from. So I got to see what they what their thoughts are. Too. Um, the more help I get with these projects, the, the faster they iterate, the better they are. So I would say maybe another month. My, my ultimate goal is that we do like one of these a month. Uh, maybe two. I don't know that this is going to become a weekly show. Uh, it would have to get really big for it to be a weekly show. Because as a video project, assuming if you've watched it, you'll see that there's, a, there's graphics, there's music, and that all takes time. Part of the reason First Cut became our first real entry into video is because what does it take? I mean, I'm already drinking coffee. I already sit on this couch. You know, we started the show this way because it really didn't take much. And, you know, we've got a finite amount of resources. Remember, if you want to ask a question, drop it below or email me. What can others do to bring about more martial arts unity? Ooh, that's a good question. Okay. Um, so if someone asking that question is probably familiar with, with my ranting and raving about people being divisive in martial arts and how I hate it. So if we're looking to create unity, philosophically, we're going to start focusing on what binds us. What binds us as human beings? What binds us as martial artists? What, what do we have in common? How do we relate to each other as people and as people who train? That's step one. And if that's what's in your mind, everything else becomes easier. I think one of the simplest, though not necessarily easiest things to do is when someone is tearing down someone else's martial arts, whether it be their style or their instructor or who they are, personally speak up for them advocate for them tell them hey you're not in their shoes they're doing the best they can with where they're at so are you focus on you stop judging them there are so many people who spend so much time worried about what others are doing with their martial arts training put that time in your own damn training you know like i, I uh what gives anybody the right to say that what someone else is doing is, is wrong and, and not martial arts? If someone's over here doing ballet and calling it martial arts, it doesn't fit my definition of martial arts, but them doing martial arts, that doesn't affect me. If you're willing to go beyond that, you can look at some of the things that we do. Uh, for example... The free training day event that we do that's coming up in November. Uh, you can find that event on Facebook, Whistlekick Free Training Day. We get people from different styles, different martial arts disciplines, different schools together to train. Feel free to borrow that format. Outright steal it. Steal the name. I don't care. If you're willing to put Whistlekick on it, let me know when and where you're going to be and I'll try to come. By putting people from different martial arts in the same room that might not otherwise meet. You build friendships, you build bonds. And 
the more bonds that we build within the martial arts, the more unity we have. I mean, that's, that's maybe not quite the definition, but that's the practical reality of it. So to find ways to get people together for martial arts reasons, that isn't competition. Competition, while it often creates unity, doesn't always. So if you have friends that are in martial arts elsewhere, other schools in your area, talk to them about talking to their instructors about how you might find some opportunities to cross train and build some friendships. And if you don't, make some friends there. Reach out to the instructors. Not everybody's going to be receptive to this. This is not, this unfortunately is not the norm yet. I think we'll get there. But there are still instructors, and unfortunately some of the older ones, who remember the era where when someone from another school approached them, it was a test. They wanted to test their martial arts. They wanted to fight. And so you have to be really careful about that. If you're not sure of the school and the school owner, don't just walk in and just say, hi, I wanted to check out what you guys do. That, that can sound judgmental and critical to a lot of people. But to write a well-crafted email that says, hi, my name's Bob. I don't know why I'm not using my own name. I'll use my own name in this email. Hi, my name's Jeremy, because I've sent these emails. Hi, my name's Jeremy. Um, I train in, in a number of martial arts. I just learned of your school and one of the things that's important to me is building friendships with other martial artists. Is there a, a time we could have a cup of coffee or a beer or you know something else in a cup that we might compare notes and just say hi, meet each other? It's a weird email to send because very few people send them, but I wish it wasn't uncommon because there's so much good that can come from from that. You know, if you're a school owner, how would you react if you received that email? It might be strange, but taking an interest in what someone else does, I mean, that makes you feel good about yourself. And maybe you throw in a very light compliment, like, I've heard good things about your school. Uh, Stacy's writing in, visit tournaments outside your area. My martial arts friends grew immensely. They've welcomed and embraced us. Stacy being one of the two members of Team Smashy Smash, the whistle kick sponsored feels a little bit too strong. Stacy uh, approved and assisted um, breaking duo. Stacy and Laura, they're killing it. They're killing it. A lot of trees, a lot of trees have given their lives to their training, which I think is awesome. Love, I love watching the photos and the smiles. And yeah, competing can lead to a lot of friendships. It doesn't always though, and that's, and that's the thing that I'm, I'm very aware of. Different tournament circuits have different levels of acceptance of people coming in. I'm familiar with some events and some circuits that the default is, hey, you're new, who are you? My name's so-and-so, give me a hug. Uh, how can I help you? And then I'm aware of others that are, who are you? We're going to give you lower scores because we don't recognize you. Go sit over there in the corner. You haven't put in your time yet. 
I think just finding ways to build and maintain. I think that's the other half of it, maintain connections in the martial arts. And it's that second piece that I'm not always good at. Professionally, martial arts wise, I'm not always good at, at maintaining connections. I'm trying to be better in fact. Um, in the last week, I've had two or three meetings, these meetings that I talk about with people simply because there are people from my, my past, people that have been helpful professionally that I've missed. You know, I had a 90, I sat down for 90 minutes with somebody yesterday who has been awesome and connected me to a number of people and just, um, you know, I haven't seen her in several years. You know, I wasn't sure what she was doing. I said, let's have coffee. So we had coffee and chatted and she updated me and she's going to be, she's, um, she's becoming a hospital chaplain, which is awesome. You know, and I told her about what's going on with Whistle Kick and, and the consulting work I'm doing and other things in my life and just had a great old time. Martial artists, we suck at doing this. We really do. Um, as evidenced by the, the cliche statement, one martial artist to the other, I didn't recognize you with clothes on, which anyone that hears that laughs because that doesn't make sense to anyone else. But we get it because we tend to see each other for training and only training. And there's something really fun about hanging out with other martial artists, especially other martial artists that you don't see frequently. So, at one point, and I still have, let's see, one friendship came out of it. Way back, was this in the MySpace or the Facebook? This might have been early days of Facebook. There was a, an attempt at starting a, social, uh, a martial arts social media platform. It was completely independent. Um, and, and of course I joined. And it wasn't extremely well trafficked, but it had some, some people. And I made a few friendships and actually I'm, I'm We've not met, but there's someone from upstate New York, uh, from western upstate New York, like Syracuse area, that I've met, that, you know, we, we keep in touch a little bit. And, you know, there are groups on Facebook, we run a few of them, you know, just, and that very well fits with, with the whole ethos of, of Whistlekick, to try to give people more opportunities to express and live their martial arts lifestyle, you know, whatever that means to you. But I think part of living a martial arts lifestyle is having other martial artists in your life and not just in your training life, but in your personal life. So that could be, you know, hey, you, you have this ideal of marrying or dating other, a martial artist. Well, if there's nobody in your school, how are you going to do that? You got to build relationships at other schools. So maybe somebody will set you up or you go train somewhere and say, hey, uh, that person's kind of cool. Um, or maybe you're just looking to hang out with other martial artists. Same thing. You know, social events, there are a lot of ways. So to bring this back, how do you build unity? You build friendships. Think of all the ways that you can form friendships and do that. It can be real. I've never met a group of people that is harder to crack into in any way, professionally or personally, than martial artists. It's tough, but it can be done. It just takes some effort. So if you're willing to go beyond keeping good thoughts and speaking up for others in your mind, I would say the easiest thing to do is to find opportunities to reach out to other martial artists and start having conversations with them because everything else is going to stem from that. Great questions today. Questions from three 
different people. Right? I did answer them all. I answered, yeah, I answered Leslie's comment. So great job, everybody. Questions from, from three different people today. Love it. Uh, all right. I'll give you your homework in a minute. But just to close up the show, don't forget we do this show every weekday morning, 6.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on YouTube. But you can catch it later at firstcupofjeremy.com or in your podcast app. If you want to ask me a question, drop it below. I'll answer it tomorrow. If you're listening in audio, you can email me, jeremy at whistlekick.com. You can get this 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 cup, this mug um, at whistlekick.com and see all the other things that we've got going on over there. Uh, we just we released a new shirt a couple of weeks ago. I just updated the products on the homepage yesterday and um, we've got some new helmets coming into stock soon and I've got to check we've got a bunch of things in production I've got a on my list today is to find out where some of those are because they're taking longer than I was expecting all right now for your homework I'm not going to talk about martial arts unity because we just talked about that for a lot and I think I gave you plenty of homework there so here's something else that you can do We talk a lot on this show about why. What's your why? Why do you train? I've asked you to think about that a bunch lately in different ways. So hopefully you've thought about that. So in considering your why and considering your martial arts and what you get from martial arts, what thing is most lacking? Here's an example. If my why, if the reason I train is for self-defense to become uh, to have the, the best chance at surviving some kind of personal attack. I'm probably going to make sure that I do some resistance training. If my why is to meet people, I should make sure that I'm really good at starting conversations. In considering your why, think about what you could do outside of your training that would supplement, improve your why, make, it, make your training more effective. I'm not saying you have to do that thing. I'm not saying you should do that thing. But I think one of the, the things that we really suck at as people is acknowledging places that we're lacking. Uh, for example, I'm not as good at cleaning my house as I would like to be. I vacuum every day. Why do I vacuum every day? Because I have a robot vacuum. Do I clean the sinks as uh, in the tub, in the toilet, as often as I should? Probably not. They're not gross, but I feel I could do a better job with that. When it comes to my martial arts, for my goals of connecting with people and feeling good and developing my skills, do I train frequently enough? No, I don't. I admit that. So I'd like you to consider your why and consider where you're lacking and just, just own that with yourself. I don't want you to feel guilty. I don't want you to feel bad. I don't want you to judge yourself. I just want you to be aware. What you do with that information is entirely up to you. Okay, I hope you have an absolutely fantastic day. I'll see you back here tomorrow. Take care. Peace.